if I'm okay. I don't see the light of day. Looking up to higher ground, thinking that'll be your sweet escape. These days gotta schedule the romance. They say that love is a slow dance. A short bike ride to the crib, using no hands. Oh shit, it feel like I'm floating, but I'm falling with both eyes closed when I let the world spin. Testing the water, she got my nurse test. Back when I ain't even have a purpose. I was so eager to learn some things. Anxiety bring out the worst of me. Society paint me as enemy. My niggas making it by that remedy. I'm more occasional, don't do it regularly. Backs under my eyes, weighing down heavily. Mama been worried, the devil allegedly deep in the plan. Subconsciously wanted it since I was ten. I thought I was sharp on my scroll and my pen think it did. So mama found she did them ledge. She told me that's not who I am. But nowadays I put on for the fam, see you when I can I'm surrounded by my feelings, I'm stuck on a fabric Well, I bet I perish with 140 acres She want the horse and the carriage, a portion and portion of garbage I talk to the mirror, I know that life's not the fairest I lost my can, I can't pay off the bills with the blessing I sure I relate to the red Well, first of all, listen, uh, it's interesting about all these young guys today they never call on us and say, hey, thanks for the kind word and tell me how great a player I am. But when they play like crap and we call them out, they, we don't know what we're talking about. Listen, I'm easy to find. What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? It is your host, Nathan Snell, Big Nate Sports Talk, with, a, with another video presentation. This is episode 16, season 10 of the podcast. I hope you're all doing well. I hope you're having a great weekend. Hope you're all staying safe. Hope you're doing something productive and also to taking a, a, a time this weekend to take do something for yourself. Um, before we get into the video, there's a few things I would like to say up front. Uh, you should have seen the AFC and NFC preview for football. Sunday football officially starts tomorrow. I'm excited. Um, those of you sure our head went up by now. Uh, we also tune in for Maryland football. Uh, we destroyed SMU today. 50 points. 40, 40 points on the Maryland football. Go Terps. Um, Washington Mystics. Coach Ed has had his media availability, media availability, and I have that video out. I'm hoping to have that out. Probably at y'all by tomorrow, hopefully Sunday afternoon. Um, and then we're going to get in Maryland basketball, obviously. That'll be down the road. And then also to the Ravens versus the Ravens versus the Jets and the Commanders versus the Jaguars previews. So be tuned in for those videos. But also, too, when take this opportunity, I brought back my 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 go-to guy, the man with the plan, the man, the myth, the legend. Brendan, what's up, baby? What's going on? What's up, man? Uh Big uh, big shout out to the Terps. Uh, also, big shout out to the Cougs. Got the big dub against Wisconsin today. Uh, go Cougs, baby! We roll. I I love it. I love it. Um, in this video, we're we're is the finals. Brendan is finally upon us. Um, I didn't think it would take a game five to determine who was going to be in the finals, but um, what I expected last year. In the finals, it happened this year. And um, before we get into that, uh, we're going to break down what happened in game five. I was completely uh, flabbergasted from what I saw. And the last <laughs> at, at first, it really started off as an ugly game. Um, really quick, the final score was 72. 
63 Connecticut Sun. Um, where do I begin? Um, the first quarter, it wasn't really a great game for, for a great quarter. It looked really this looked ugly. I didn't like the way the offenses looked. Um, I mean, <laughs> it, it began if I was a true, it was it was just a scrap. It, it, this was more about guts and pride and determination. And um, Connecticut had the upper hand. I mean, Brendan, I'm coming to you. I think the only thing that stood up to me was that ugly third quarter performance by Connecticut. I mean, they were down by 11. I mean, what did you see in game five? Yeah. Um, first of all, going back to game four, they did exactly uh, what um, what caused them to lose that game. They they set, they had the uh, record for most uh, pain points or points in the paint in game four. So that was a big reason why they won. And it's a coincidence um, after the, the last game they had before that. Um, but I think going into game five, um, obviously Chicago was was uh, bound to win this game. And then Connecticut made it made it interesting. And uh, and everyone loves chaos. So uh, so Connecticut, um, uh, they've always been in these games uh, in, during the series. Um, they just couldn't pull it out. And I think uh, that was true two games ago. Um, and and uh, they pulled it out in uh, in game five. But I want to give a um, I want to give an apology, and I want to give an, a congratulations. So first of all, congratulations to you, because the video where I said Chicago was going to sweep Connecticut, I I bet this guy watched that video. That's that's the first because because. Or I'm sorry, I'm sorry, not this guy. The sun, the sun watched that series. Sun watched that video. Everybody watched that instead of film one day. They watched that video. So that's that's number one. And I apologize to the Connecticut Sun because I underrated you guys big time, and uh, they proved me wrong. And uh, they did not lose in uh, they did not lose. Period. Uh, never mind losing in three games. So um, I'm I'm just as surprised as you that uh, out of these two series, this one was the one to go to five games. I also would like to take the opportunity um, to apologize to Connecticut too because I said a uh, shout out to the ninety keeping the ninety four fifty women's basketball network. I said I had no confidence in Connecticut winning game four because the way they looked in game three and. Uh, Game four and game five, they completely showed me something different. So, my apologies, ladies. Um, well, I think they were uh, sorry. I think they were just as mad as, as any other fan was. I, they were just you could see it after they after they lost that game. They were pissed. Definitely, definitely, and I agree. I mean, you got to give credit to you got to give Kurt Miller some credit on that, but also too like Alyssa Thomas, Brianna Joe, all of them, they got to get some, I got to give them their flowers. Like when it mattered, they all knew like, Hey, like we lose this game. We, our season's done. So I, I just like just the fact that they stayed poised and they stayed the pace. Um, I mean, just in that game, they were the, on the defensive pressure of the ball. I mean, they just overwhelmed Chicago. Um, Claire Copper, those last women's, I mean, did everything in her power to keep the team together. 
Um, and I think also too, I think when the double technical with when Dewana went up for the and one, I thought that definitely changed the momentum of the game. I thought that was when the game was over, honestly and truthfully. Um, I mean, just turnovers. I mean, Chicago couldn't really, I mean, those four minutes, they couldn't buy a basket. I mean, that that was very, very disappointing. And I mean, if you're James, if you're Chicago, you know, give me your what do you think is the key? Because, you know, I still think Candace Parker is still still can um be an efficient player. I think she contribute can contribute to any team. Um Ali Quigley, Courtney Vandersloot, you know, Dana Evans questioned why she wasn't getting minutes. This this Sky team is going to definitely look a little different next year. What are your thoughts? Well, I first I first wanted to go back to um, what you said about the Connecticut Sun, and um, you, these are two different. This is two different situations. If Connecticut loses this series, their season's done. But they're a team that could definitely blow it up. They could, and you saw that after Game Three, they just looked defeated, like nobody wanted to be there. Kurt Miller wasn't, wasn't, uh, wasn't the, the guy for the job, uh, at that moment he was telling his, first of all, that's not what you tell your, your ladies during a huddle. Like what's, what's it going to, if I lose, if I'm going to lose my job, if we can't make a layup, that's, that's when, you know, it's all, it's, it's all bad. So if, if Connecticut loses, maybe they blow it up. Chicago, a team like Chicago, they they got the rings. They they have a ring, and and they'll every single player on that team will be fine. They'll be fine. Yeah, it sucks to lose, but they're they're a team that'll be fine. Um, I am not reading into anything. Um, if you watch the video after um after they lost, I'm not reading anything into um Candace Parker immediately leaving to go to the locker room. I'm not reading, no, I'm not reading that either. anything yeah. into that. Um, she, she left the locker room and everybody else huddled up and, uh, and just broke it down from there. So I'm not reading any, anything into that. Um, I really, 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 really hope that was not her last game in the WNBA. I, I hope re- so too. And I don't think it will be. Mm. Um, but man, if, if we lost, Sue Bird, Sylvia Fowles, and Candace Parker in the same season, along with other goats and other sports like Serena Williams. Like, mm-hmm. wow. in January. Yeah. Oh, Brian in January as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, that would be absolutely horrible for for um for that for the WNBA, but um they'll be they'll be fine. Um yeah. I agree. I think there could be changes. Um I'm not sure what's going to happen with Sloot. Um, hopefully she comes to Seattle because we need a point guard. Um, <laughs> but um, no, we'll um, we'll see. But I, I think you could be right on, on changes coming in Chicago. But it wouldn't be as bad, bad. as if Connecticut lost. Right. Because, again, when you win a championship, ladies and gentlemen, it's hard to pay players. You know, Azrae Stevens, you know, we're gonna look, you know, we, we know she'll look for her bag. Um, Rebecca Gardner. Definitely think she gonna get her. She gonna get paid. Um, like I said, the team's a little older too. You know, it's not easy to repeat endlessly because everybody got better. So I just look at it from the standpoint of, 
you know, this is a this is an off season where don't keep your head up. Like I, you said it. I believe Kenneth Parker will be back as well. Uh, it's just, I think you saw some struggles this season, and I think the the, the you know just the, their their level of composure. Uh, I didn't also read. I'm not sure if you're in that post game. I did not read into Kurt Miller taking a shot. I understood what he was trying to say. You know, I like I've you know it took you know I've beaten her, but you know this was the year I've beaten. I, I think it was it was just his. It was a poor choice of words, but I understood what he was trying to say. Um, and I thought it was kind of like, oh, well, we hang championships, not conference championship banner. And I was like, oh, okay. So. That was uh, I thought that 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 was I'm like oh okay, um, and and again you know really quick can't blame the referees I hate that when when you when you when you lose in the playoffs oh if these referees called this that but if you're if you're getting fouled or fouling that means you're doing something wrong as a player so um, hats off to Connecticut and um, you know Chicago they they will be still still be a strong team. Just got James Wade knows what he's doing. Um, he just has to just reset and just say, "Okay, this is my goal for the for next season." They didn't give out Executive of the Year to just anyone. I'm just I'm just letting you guys know. There's yep. there's a reason why he won this award. And uh, yep. if you're if you're a sulking Chicago uh, Chicago fan, then just know you got the Executive of the Year on your side. So, yep, yep. And uh, we're going to move into our next subject, Asia Wilson was named MVP. Um, it was not surprised. I was not surprised. Um, I called, we both called it. Um, most people were, were pushing for Brianna Stewart. And uh, honestly and truthfully, I, I was I was surprised when I saw the votes. Um, I think she got 31 total votes compared to uh, Brianna. I think she had how many of you? 20, 23. Thank you. 23. Uh, I was also surprised. We had some other people on that list as well that were considered for MVP. I, I was a little mind boggled by that. What did, what were your thoughts on the votes? First of all, shout out to Natasha Cloud. One fourth place vote. That a girl. Yes. Yes. Um, but uh, listen, um, I, I said this the day before. Um, they announced the MVP. That was coincidentally, um, but or that was coincidentally the day that um, Seattle lost to Vegas. Um, I was pushing for Brianna Stewart, um, and I had I had every reason to. Um, outside of being affiliated with the Storm, she led the league in points. Um, she was atop the league in steals, and I mean, she was she was a do it all player, and. I, I said this on social media um, the day that they um, the day that they announced or the day before they announced the MVP. Um, they gave it to the player that is the best player on her team with the best record on her team. Whether you like it or not, Seattle finished fourth in the in the regular season, and at, I mean. Yeah, Brianna Stewart had a better season. I think she had a better season statistically than Asia Wilson. But um, I was just 
it, it went to the more popular player this year, I think, to Asia Wilson. Both players deserve this award. I, I said either one of these winners would have um, would have been a great choice. A not great choice would have been if Kelsey Plum won it. Um, but, yeah, I wanted to also get into that. She had 181 th- uh, total points. She played finished third. Alyssa Thomas was fourth. Candace Parker was fifth with 78 total points in voting. Yeah, so, um, I mean, she honestly, tell tell all truth all, Kelsey Plum's not, not even the second best player on her team. That would be probably Asia Wilson. It, Chelsea Grace probably number one. Um, but, um, no, congratulations to Asia Wilson. Second MVP. That's, that's um, not many. Uh, I don't think any guards have done that. Um, but uh, all of them have been bigs. So um, that's a huge accomplishment for um, for Asia Wilson. Um, she definitely deserves it. And she's 26. She's 26. The future in it's hard it's hard to view Asia Wilson as a future, but the future and the present is bright in Las Vegas uh, as long as Asia Wilson uh, is in uniform. So um, congratulations to her. But um, between I've seen a lot of banter between a uh, Asia Wilson fans and Brianna Stewart fans, and that's usually between Vegas and and Seattle fans. And you know this isn't this isn't the NBA. This isn't like. And beat and beating Jokic, that's what this was compared to. Um, where uh, this player sucks and this, but no, this is a situation where both of these players are amazing, both of these players are great at what they're doing, at what they are doing, and every single player in this WNBA league loves every other player in this league. They they love them as people and they respect them as players. So it's time. It's time for the fans to do the same. If you're an Asia Wilson fan, at least respect Brianna Stewart. And if you're a Brianna Stewart fan, respect Asia Wilson. Like that's all. That's all we ask. You don't have to like the Aces, if you're a Storm fan, and you don't have to like the Storm if you're an Aces fan. Just respect Brianna Stewart and respect Asia Wilson for uh, and their performances for their teams. Yeah, I second those thoughts. Um... I just, I just didn't really, I didn't, I didn't appreciate the goalpost movement that Asia Wilson was getting. You know, that's really Kelsey's team. It's Chelsea's team. And no disrespect to Seattle, but Brianna Stewart, I, I kept hearing she has no help, but she had six other Olympians around her. You know, um, but you know, but that's, I think that's where you know. Trust your eyes and just like nobody, like Asia for, for, for the seasonal transition to Liz Cambage leaves, she moves to the five and just being that defensive anchor is she's doing more for her team, but also too is it's she embraced the challenge. Both both players did. Like if you like I, like when you look at these votes, 
I'll be honest, I was surprised it was that that close. Um, you could really kind of see the Brianna Stewart uh band really, really pushing. But um I would also really like to painfully point out that Arika Arike and Guba and Gubawale only had one point that was a fifth place vote. Uh that's that's really that's really painful. And I like Arike, but come on now. You could at least give me like a third place vote. Something. Damn. Uh after looking looking at that, I apologize to Natasha Cloud because I got it wrong. It's a uh it's a third it oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I take that back. It wasn't four points, but my bad. Yep. Yep. Yeah, my bad. Sabrina Nescu had 10 fifth. Wow. Whoo, Jesus. Skylar Diggins Smith has some love. She had five third third place. Yeah, that's not bad. That's not bad. Now, the all NBA teams, that's going to be interesting. That's going to be really interesting. Really quick, um, what does your All-NBA teams look like? Um, I think – I so I think they're – are they doing it positionless for four and five, correct? So they're yes, doing – painfully. Okay, so, so Brianna Stewart and Asia Wilson, they'll, they'll be uh, probably unanimous uh, again, um, four and the five. Um Um, boy. I think I'm going to put Skylar in there. Skylar as well. Um, probably Arike. Probably Arike and Sabrina in there as well. Um... Might mm, depends on. See, when I do teams, I, I look at strategies, but um, I might look at um, putting Natasha Cloud in there, maybe, maybe for defense. Um, she was already it, on the defensive, they already had on the defensive team. Gotcha. This is just all NBA. This is all yeah, NBA. Yeah, yeah. So you're going with, Brianna I think, yeah, Asia. I think that's what I'm going with then. Yeah, okay. Um, Skyler, Asia, Brianna, mm. Sabrina. That's a good one, Brianna Jones. No, uh, Brianna Stewart. Okay. Um, you know, I need, I need somebody else. Alyssa Thomas. Okay. I respect it. That's I, I just want to see what the when the, when they come out, I want to see if they get it right. Cause it, it's got Skylar should be all first. She should get some all should be considered all first because she practically put that team on her back. Um and should have I, I if she's not all first, yeah, I'm I'm hiding under a rock. <laughs> Shout out AP. Shout out to the AP people over there. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, let's move it. Let's actually transition back to Seattle. Um, because 
it's interesting off season for you for your for your storm. Um, I'm gonna give you the floor. Um, just before I'm, let me just give an introduction with it. So, um, this all coming into this off season, ladies and gentlemen, it's gonna be, uh, I, I call it a, a year the 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 summer, the no the, the winter of transition, um, because starting next season. According to this in, in the CBA, that uh, <laughs> really interested to read. There's something called a prioritization rule um, pre- that pretty much states that everybody that goes overseas has to report back here to the states by a certain date. Um, if they fail to report by that certain date, they are suspended for the year uh, without pay. And um, Every all 12 teams have free agents, and um, we're going to talk more about this after the finals. Uh, myself and Brendan, so be tuned in for that. But Seattle, they've got some, they got some free agents, and and Brendan, let me give you the floor. What does the outlook look for Seattle? Yeah, so, um Pretty much you explained what the uh, prioritization rule was. Um, if uh, if you miss um, training camp um, or if you miss the start of training camp this year, um, you get fined. Um, that's the that's the rule this year. Uh, the rule in um, 2024. So the next season, um, that's when they get suspended the whole year. So that that is an issue for for long term deals. Um so currently, right now, um, the Seattle Storm have two players under contract, and um, the two players are Jewel Lloyd and Mercedes Russell. Um, Mercedes Russell is the uh, is the um, longer term uh, player by one year, and now Jewel Lloyd is the longest term Storm uh, in in franchise history. Uh, but, um, so one of the key P or the key, um, free agent, uh, obviously for us is Brianna Stewart. And there have been, there have been talks that she might go to another team, um, mainly New York, because that's where she's from. And I don't believe she'll go to New York, even though she took a visit there. Um, I don't think she'll leave from Seattle, but I'm, I'm just as nervous as, um, as anyone, um, being a Seattle fan that she might leave. And I think leave is a bad word. I think she could hold out. Um, and it's because, um, of this prioritization clause, um, the if if she goes overseas, if her if her schedule, um, it, or if she goes overseas, her schedule most likely won't allow her to um, to play in the postseason for her for uh, whatever team she plays overseas, and if you are or you're Brianna Stewart and you're given the option of going overseas or playing in the WNBA, 
you're going to pick overseas because um, they pay significantly, significantly more um, overseas. Um, and they have, uh, I believe, more benefits. I could be wrong about that um, than the than the WNBA. But Sue Bird said it perfectly in, in um, her uh, her exit interview. Um, the there are two sides to this to this clause. Um, there's the bad side, which I just explained, um, but there's also a good side. Sue Bird explained that the, having this clause as a as an option um, or as a rule doesn't start um, or starts negotiations for the new CBA, CBA and the new CBA compared to the last one gave the storm a whole lot, or I'm sorry, gave the, um, gave the WNBA a whole lot more as a league. They gave them a hundred percent maternity leave. They gave them um, uh, a major bump in salary. So like other stuff like that. So that doesn't start without the prioritization rule. So um, <clears throat> I mean, that's, that's a good that's a good and the bad and she also labeled out for for the good um as a player in in the WNBA that's all you want to do that's or that's all like that's the only league players need to need to play in is the WNBA um and i i agree i i think there's work to be done for um for the WNBA to get to where um, it's to the hundred percent to the players liking, but um, that's, that's the prioritization rule. I think everybody um, who's a storm fan um, should be more worried about that, um, about that. And um, Brianna Stewart and uh, to add another one, Gabby Williams. Um, I because in her exit interview, she um, she said, uh, "I'm if if I'm given the two options of returning to Seattle or going overseas, I'm chasing overseas every single day of the week." So um, that I mean, that's a perfectly understandable answer. Um, so I think. There are, or there's a 13th team in this league that could take away Seattle's players, and that's the that's the new prioritization clause. And I would be worried about that quote unquote team more than any other team in this league about taking our players away. Well, a couple of things I want to add on to that. Um, I, I'm not a fan of the CBA because I the, the mid the mid the middle tier players, like for example your Erica McCall's your Kayla Davis's, um, they're they're kind of left out, um, in terms of certain things. Like, yes, I get it. Different different things, money, more money, benefits, all those things, great, um, which is great, but. We really shouldn't be at a point to where you're now kind of forcing me to stay if I'm making more money overseas. Um, even though I'm not a fan of, of them going overseas, I've, I I don't like it. Um, but I understand money. You got to make your money. Um, when I look at some of these contracts, as you see here on the screen, um, 
when you if if you got a star like Brianna Stewart or a uh like that, uh that should be a problem because when you look at other stars like Enrique, well Enrique's signed, but people are gonna get their, they're gonna get paid. Like for example, like Brianna Jones, whether she stays in Connecticut or departs the free agency. She's gonna make more money overseas, but you're kind of forcing her. You're kind of forcing her hand. Like, well, I give you this contract, but if you're not back by the start of training camp, you ain't getting paid for the year. Um, but I do think that the prioritization rule does. It's it's going. It's kind of going to open up a bag, a can of worms because now. That hurts you if you're trying to make a roster. And that kind of puts your team, it kind of influxes your team a little bit because now you're kind of scrambling, like, oh, I don't have, I don't have this player, that player. Now I gotta find find and replace them. Um I I I just go ahead, Brendan. Oh yeah. So you you talked about um looking at the players who are who are signed like um like Arika and we talked about the prioritization rule. Look at going back to Brianna Stewart. She just finished second in MVP. She very well could have could have won that. What what would have what would have happened in in the NBA? A play, if if a player finished second or even won MVP, they most likely would have gotten a mega extension. Brianna Stewart or a multi-year extension. I'm sorry. Brianna Stewart can't get extended multiple years because of this clause. Because if she if she stays on the same schedule on a long term deal, she is going she is going to lose a lot of money playing for the Storm, uh, for not being able to uh, or for being suspended for the whole year. So she can't get a long term extension. Do you think so, Do you think she leaves Seattle or she stays? I personally no, she'll stay. No, she she'll stay. She loves um she loves Seattle. She loves uh what um what they've they've done with her and and uh how they've treated her um with her for her tenure and um i mean talking and hearing everybody talk uh around the storm organization coach quinn even sue bird uh jewel lloyd even um it it sounds like she's gonna stay and i'll and i'll tell you and i'll tell you what something that should give Storm fans a lot of confidence in in uh, Brianna Stewart's um, if she were to return to the WNBA uh, coming back to Seattle, Jewel Lloyd's there. Yes, and and they are um, yes, the big three is 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 no longer uh, a thing, um, but Jewel Lloyd's there, and right. that duo is is very very close uh on and off the court as much as they're fun to watch yeah um coach quinn in her um in her uh exit interview talked about um forming a new big three with a um with a new uh point guard she didn't give any specifications obviously but um that it's it's that duo is not going away if um if brianna stewart does return to this if Brianna Stewart does return to the WNBA. 
Right. And then uh, last last point before we move into the next subject, you're gonna you guys are gonna start off the seeds. Well, the new salary cap is gonna be a little under. It's gonna be one point four million dollars. Um, so you'll have a good cap space of a little over a million, um, which is good. So I, we all know that the priority is definitely re-signing her. But uh, really quick, uh, I, you've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven free agents. Um, Obviously, Sue's retiring. I I I I did want to ask this question, and we got to move to the next. We got to move to the next subject. What were your thoughts on Tina Charles not decl- declining to not be a part of media availability? Yes, I I wanted to I wanted to talk about this. So we talked about uh, <clears throat> we talked about Candace Parker uh, leaving the locker room uh, or leaving for the locker room after the after the sky loss and not reading anything into that. Um, I'm thinking the complete opposite about Tina Charles. Um, she, out of everybody in the, in the storm um, organization, besides the, uh, besides the GM, um, she was the only one to uh, not be available for the media. Um, it sounds like um, coach Quinn had a good conversation with her. Um, that That's what she said. And um in her media availability, I do not think she will be back. Um, I don't. I don't know the health of Mercedes Russell. I just know she's under contract for next season. If she were to play next season, um, I am very, very excited for Ezzy Magbagor because I want her. I want her, uh, like any other fan, to be unleashed. And if if We've seen the potential of her being unleashed. She's almost the defensive player of the year. Um, if she, I think she is if she plays a full or starts a full season. So um, I, I do not think Tina Charles will be back. Um, this, this action shows that she is a, she's done so many actions to show that she's a ring chaser. Um she also didn't um, didn't uh, wasn't around the bench when they were when they were sulking and, and all that all that after the after the loss. So um, that's when I kind of knew like okay she's she's gone after the season. So um, I, I I hear you. I do. Um, I I don't want to say I don't want to say ring chase. I mean she's made it vehemently clear when she even got to Washington that her, her focus is to win a ring. Um, I just think that she'll probably run it back with Seattle again next year. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if she goes to a team like I want to if it wouldn't surprise me if she reunited with Washington or somebody. Um, but I, I I don't want to say ring chaser. I mean, she's made it vehemently clear she wants to win a ring, and I think if yeah. she stick if she stayed with Seattle, I, if she signed with them in the first place, I think they would have. I think it would have been a you would. I just think the way they signed her in the midst of the season, said at the beginning of the season, big difference. Yeah, I I agree. Um, ring it's it rings that ring chaser is such a bad bad term or like a bad term that sounds negative, but I mean, in Tina Charles' case, it it really wasn't. I was telling um I was saying this back when uh, we first started that um 
that, hey, we needed Tina Charles and she needed us. So um, that was the situation. And I, I can I can see where you're coming from when you say uh, you wouldn't be surprised if she resigned with us. So I totally right, no. get that. No, I, I, I knew I know what you were trying to say. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take a quick 30-second break because we're going to get into the finals preview. We'll be right back with you with these, with this quick break. The WNBA Finals is set. The Las Vegas Aces versus Connecticut Storm. Uh, how did we get here, ladies and gentlemen? A uh, couple things. Um, you know, Las Vegas, we go back to, you know, the, the offseason. You know, Becky Hammond, named head coach. And uh, Becky said something in the postgame after they won um, – Individually, she challenged them to be better. Uh, they finished the number one seed. Uh, they scored. They were the league's best offense. Um, Asia Wilson was your MVP. Uh, you had all-stars in Kelsey Plum and most improved player Jack Young. Uh, Dierica Hamby, you know, even though she got hurt, all-star. Uh, to Sweet Phoenix. Uh, Chelsea Gray not get, getting snubbed, not making the all-star team. Uh, Chelsea Gray has been on a tear. Um, I look at Connecticut, and I'm coming to you, Brendan. Um, the fact that they finished the game on a 22-2 run in game five, <laughs> um, that would have been their third straight year had they had lost um, in the semifinals. Um Defense has been the key for, for Connecticut. Uh, offense is the key. Uh, has been has kind of been the elephant in the room for Connecticut. Well, what what are you looking forward to in this series? Yeah, um, I'll tell you the the theme that I'm looking forward to actually. Um, someone in this in this series is going to win their first championship. Yes. Um, that's, that's the thing I'm looking, I'm most looking forward to. Obviously, um, uh, Seattle had, um, Seattle was tied with Minnesota for, uh, most, uh, franchise championships with four. Um, so, uh, and then Chicago, obviously the defending champions. So someone's going to win their first championship. And, um, I think, um, we were talking about the um, Vegas and, and Seattle series. The uh, when this first was was decided um, that this was going to be a series, and 
Vegas, I think, or the we both said that that winner was going to win a championship. I I um I think majority of the world who watches the WNBA um knew that 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 series winner was going to win a championship. Um, I think that will be the case. That being said, I would not be surprised if if um, Connecticut won just just because uh, it's it's the finals and it's crazy and it's going to be really good basketball to watch. Um, but I don't, although this could look like a sweep, I don't think it will. Um, I think, um, I think this is going to be a good, uh, a good series. I'm very excited to watch, to watch this series for sure. I'm, I'm excited for it too. Um, I just have a couple issues. Um, Kind of there's there's some gray areas. Las Vegas has some depth issues. That's one. How is that going to affect Las Vegas? I'm curious to see defensively how Connecticut will slow Chelsea Gray down. And then you 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 hit the third one. You know this is mostly everyone's first championship for for both sides. Um, I think the key for Las Vegas, I, I Derek Derricka Hamby. I'm looking for her to be to have a big role. Um, you know, when she the new role that she that she embraced, she did average under 10 points, lower seven rebounds. Um I, I think her not there, I think you could definitely see a, a strain on that lineup. Like the have Kia Stokes out there and Raquana Williams, you're really only two key bench players out there. So I think getting her back is key. Um, you could agree with me on this. John Paul Jones, we need to see where, which one we're looking for from her, because um, you know now she's you know uh, was the reigning MVP. Now um, that I, now that I'm thinking about it, back to back MVPs facing up against each other. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That'll so be fun. that's gonna be, gonna be a good matchup. So I I'm looking I'm looking to see that as well, and I'm looking you know Connecticut Connecticut's backcourt like Natisha Heidemann for example. This was her the biggest role she's had all year. You know, because Jasmine Thomas is, you know, still hope, you know, from what I've heard, she's been back on the court, you know, after, you know, her tear, her ACL tear, ACL tear, excuse me. So I'm curious to see how that backcourt will look against Las Vegas's backcourt. Yeah. Um, what are your thoughts? The, um, I, first of all, I've said it already. I'm a big fan of, of, uh, Courtney Williams. Uh, so, um, I'm I'm excited. Uh, I I watched her on the Dream uh, last year, and I said she needs to be on a championship contender. Um, they got her on one, and she's in the finals. So I'm happy yep. for happy for Courtney Williams. Um, I was just thought just came to my mind while you were while you were going through that is, yep. and I think this could be the difference in this in this finals, and it's how team how. A team responds, whether it's Connecticut or or Las Vegas. Yep. How a team responds when when the worst goes against it. And I want to go back to the Connecticut series where they were at their lowest. That and, and uh, the coach was uh, was saying, "Oh, we, I'm going to lose my job if we can't make a layup." And and like they're they're going to be in the team chemistry looked horrible and nobody wanted to be there and it looked like they were on the out and they were going to blow it up 
So that that team is in the finals. You look on the other side. Las Vegas and Seattle play in probably probably the best series of basketball. And one of those one of those games was probably the best basketball we've seen all season. In game three, I believe. Yep. What happens at the end of that game? Sue Sue Bird hits a hits a game quenching three game quenching three. Yep. With with eight tenths of a second to go. Did Vegas sulk? Did Vegas give up? Or did Vegas stay composed? Vegas stayed composed. They didn't blink, they didn't flinch at all. None of those players, none of those players had their heads down. They all had their heads cocked right up and said, we're we still had the very confidence that they were going to win. And all they needed to do was force overtime. And they did it. Coach Hammond drew up amazing uh, out-of-timeout plays. And they forced overtime, and then they won in overtime. That's going to be – that's going to be one of the differences in this series. Who will stay composed and who will will sulk in the lowest of moments in, in the clinchings of a game? And that's what separates – the cha- the championship contenders from from the pretenders. Come on and now, there you go. Like Ve- Vegas is the closest team to a championship team that's not named the Seattle Storm. They are the closest, and this the another big huge factor on this team on this or in this series uh, for for Vegas's side is. Their best player is not the MVP, mm-hmm. and that's um, that's Chelsea Gray. If Chelsea Gray doesn't does, makes the All Star team, we're we're probably not seeing Vegas in the finals. Yep, yep, it's, that's true. Yeah, yeah, it's insane. Yep, I mean, I, I just think that we we I mean, you pretty much hit it on the head, you know. Um, and I think the key, the the key is who's going to want it more, who's going to impose their will. Um, no you know, doubt, Vegas. No doubt, Vegas will want this more. You look at what Seattle did to them in the in the bubble. Look at what look at what happened the next year. This team wants it wants it the most out of probably anybody else in the league. No, I, I mean I think Connecticut also wants it too because I mean they lost to they lost to us in Washington five games twenty nineteen. I mean the Vegas is zero and two, and Connecticut's zero and three. Uh, I think the Atlanta Dream and the New York Liberty are also the only four teams to not have a championship as well. So it's going to come down to who opposing their will and who wants it more. Um, game one, I, I think we, we set it our keys. Um, I'm, I'm going to say the Connecticut Sun are going to come out game one and punch Las Vegas in the mouth. I'm looking along the lines of eighty-seven eighty. Man, I wanna I wanna pick I wanna pick Vegas. And I also want to pick Connecticut because I know if I do and Connecticut wins, 
then I know Vegas is going to come back and that that one loss. It's just going to be like the Seattle series. They're just going to bounce back and, and figure it out. Because um, another another key in this series is if Vegas figures you if Vegas figures you out, you're done. There's no way. There's no way. Um, I am going to pick the Las Vegas Aces. 97 to 85. Guaranteed. In game one. In game one. Right, right, right. I get you. Um, also, can you see how that small ball lineup is going to look against Connecticut, too? I want to see that, that start that small ball lineup. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say it goes to five games. Guaranteed. Oh, all right. You're giving you're giving Connecticut a chance here. Yep. What happened? What happened last last series against Chicago? I think, I, like listening to Alyssa Thomas and Brianna Jones, like you still got a good remnants of those that were on the 2019 team. Like I, they were on a mission. Both teams are on a mission, but it's going to come down to I think Connecticut defensively. I, I I'm so the mindset that defense wins championships. Yeah, and, I mean they, they do have to be more efficient on offense, but I think the physical. You just saw Chicago just kind of worn down, and I I, I just want to see if Becky Hammond is going to make those adjustments on the on the offensive side, where you might have to you know put another big in the lineup. Or take or you know have Asia in the post more something so yeah yeah um, you know I I think um, I think any team that that has Chelsea Gray on it has has a uh, has a good chance to win so um, that's that's the one player in these playoffs and that's watching watching her in that in that Seattle series where I just stood shell shocked and was that's the first player where it absolutely impressed me so um and so and a little a uh, little side note if uh if chelsea gray and courtney williams getting a uh getting a fight for the ball on a jump ball ain't no way courtney williams coming up with that with that one no <laughs> ain't no way but just uh, like like just a few minutes left, just just give your outlook on the series. Where do you think is going to go? Yeah, I think the um, I think the Vegas Aces win the series in four in four games. Um, and uh, I said it, I said it as soon as the storm season ended. Um. If the Aces win this series, the Finals MVP will not be AJ Wilson; it will be Chelsea Gray. Guaranteed. I agree with one hundred percent, buddy. I definitely agree with that. Definitely Finals MVP. Um, if if Connecticut wins, Finals MVP is Alyssa Thomas. Guaranteed. Um, I'll give mine as well if Connecticut wins. Um, <laughs> Courtney Williams, <laughs> Courtney Williams, that's what I'm going with. Guaranteed. 
I like it. I like it. I like it. I mean, ladies and gentlemen, that's actually, you know, that is it. I mean, that's the finals preview for game one, the finals preview, and also to game one. Game one is coming on tomorrow. Um, be tuned. I mean, we're going to be be tuned in for future episodes. Um, we're going to check back after game one. I'll give our thoughts on the on the game. Um, it's going to be really interesting. I'm super, I'm super excited. I'm just, it, it was just a crazy crazy that game five it was and it was crazy most i think that that's las vegas and seattle was the most watched game of any of any series of any games throughout the league so um brendan appreciate you being on the show ladies and gentlemen be tuned in for future episodes be on the lookout for those other episodes coming at you soon um brendan closing message yeah uh i mean love thy neighbor as thyself like you gotta got to treat everyone with respect, treat everyone with, uh, with kindness and love. And, you know, uh, never, you never, uh, you never know what people are going through. So. Yep. Yep. I definitely agree with that. Um, yeah, I, I'm gonna go along with that. Treat others with res- others with respect. Um, because that goes a long way, you know, um, and the best way to do that is show kindness and and just be respectful, but also to just do something to make the world to make the world a better place. Can I? Sorry, can I say? Uh, can I say one more thing before before we go? Yes, sir. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Huge thank you to Sue Bird and Brianne January for all you've yes. done for for the game of basketball, and Sue for all you've done for, for yep. Seattle. Trust me when I say we love you. She gave a big, um, biggest, biggest thing for me. I wasn't at the um, media availability after the game, but she thanked every single media member yep. um, that was there and on and on Zoom. Although she didn't technically see us on Zoom, um, right? <laughs> that that was really cool. Um, they don't have to do that, and Sue Bird did that. So yep. um, we love you, Sue. We've loved you for 20 years. You are Seattle basketball. Um, and you are Seattle. You really yeah. are. And we um we love you and thank you for 20 amazing years um with the Storm organization. With that being said, ladies and gentlemen, peace out. Uh, but I get sick of these guys complaining. Uh, these you, young guys, they never call us and say, when a coach is wrong, I'm going to call him out. But when players are wrong, I'm going to call them out. Thanks for the kind words. But listen, I'm going to criticize guys that they deserve it. And listen, they can kiss my ass if they don't like it. Thank you for tuning in to Big Nate Sports Talk. If you enjoyed that episode and you want to see more content, be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Bring your sports game on Big Nate Sports Talk.